What's up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of Command This. Hey, tonight we got a good show for you lined up. We got the original OG Redskins marching band, and now we have the new Commanders band. Tonight, we're going to talk with a retired original OG Washington Redskins band member, our boy Chop Chop. Coming up next on Command This. Stay tuned. All right, without further ado, let's go ahead and introduce our friend of the show, OG himself, Mr. Chop Chop. I know him as Scooter. You guys know him as Chop Chop. We had him on here about a year ago, I think it was. And uh, yeah, we we uh, we talked to him about how the thing with the band was going. But hey, let's just recap real quick. So tonight, um, it's myself, Steve. We got Phil. We got Dev. And we got Chop Chop. Hey, real quick for everyone as, as they start to come in here. Um, Give us some background. Tell you how how you originally became a fan of of this football team, and then tell us how you got into the band originally. How did that all work out for you? Okay, well, um, I was born in Burgundy and Gold. Um, my original story how I got into the um, how I became a fan was my father. And I used to watch um, Redskins football all the time, and for my birthday, he gave. I said I want to go see a, to a Redskins game. And he gave me $50 and said, good luck, go find a ticket. So I went down to RFK, um, tried to find a ticket. Nobody was selling a ticket for $50. So I just kept walking around the stadium, walking around the stadium. And around third quarter uh, at the ORFK, the people who, the ticket takers would leave. They would leave their post. Um, and so when that happened, made a bunch of other little boys just ran up in the stadium. And I ran to the first opening I saw, and the first, my first memory of as a Redskins fan in person was when I saw, um, I think it was Doug Williams throwing a touchdown to Tony Muhammad or something. Was it Tony Muhammad? Something Muhammad. And they scored a touchdown, and then a band started playing after the touchdown, and they started playing Hail to the Redskins. So at the time, I had just started playing the violin. You know, went to school that that Tuesday because um, it was on band, um, violin practices on Tuesday. And I told the band director, I said, I don't want to play this no more. She said, why? I said, because I didn't see this in the Redskins marching band. And so she went back to um, the closet in the band room and found a baritone and said, I'm going to teach you how to play this. You can play this in the Redskins marching band. And so then from then on, I, I learned to play the baritone. I played the baritone from fourth grade through about eighth grade. When I got to ninth grade, my um, band director switched me to tuba, and I played tuba through college. And one day, I was at the game with the girl I was messing with, and I ran into Mr. Summers, and he was like, um, we need a baritone player. I'm like, I can play baritone. But at that point, I hadn't played baritone since I was in eighth grade. So I had to go relearn the instrument. And I spent my first eight years on the baritone line. And then I moved up to, to the tuba line. Um, 
after after my um, first eight years. Okay, so so you did have some experience in in school playing playing brass. Oh yeah, then, I played brass. Um, yeah, I played brass since like fourth grade. Yeah, so. Okay, that's what's up, and um, that's a good story, man. It, it, we anytime we have somebody on, we always love to hear you know how they became a fan of the team, and and for particularly for you, how how you got involved in the band because mm-hmm. the, the marching band is iconic to, to many of us, right? You know, I grew up as a as a Redskins fan, just just like you, and and I I was born in eighty. I, I didn't, don't remember the eighty three, remember the eighty seven, the ninety one, the one Super Bowls, but the band was always iconic right mm-hmm. and so with that being said what you know let's talk about good stuff what what is your favorite memory as a as a og redskins band member band if you have, if you have say... more than one if you have more than one that's that's cool just what, what are just some of the the, the moments they're just like man i'll never forget this um watching the rg3 year um 2012 yeah. Where we um basically started slow, ended fast, took the division, beat the Cowboys twice. The most um the best part when we beat them um I was in Walmart on Black Friday or on Thanksgiving and we was beating them and everybody in the Walmart was either Redskins fan or a Cowboys fan. And so you hear everybody was um, listening to the game or watching it somehow at the Walmart that year. And then I believe we, they were the last game at home that year. And to see the crowd reaction of them of us beating the Cowboys at home to get in the playoffs or to, or to secure a better spot in the playoffs, that made it even better. That was one of the happy times. Um, another good time was – I just, there's a lot of cowboy moments. Um, anytime we beat the Cowboys is a good moment, especially at home. Um, I was at that 2012 game, that, that final game of the season finale, and I was actually. Uh, so, w- where did the band sit in, the, in in FedEx Field? Which section? Um, it depends on the year. In 12, um, I think you guys were in the end zone. Were, right lower bowl, yeah, probably lower bowl. That was a lower bowl. Yeah, game. so we had our seats were right. Uh, the visitor tunnel to the left. And so mm-hmm. I know you guys are really close to us. And I was at that game when we beat the Cowboys for the season finale and Romo threw that interception and, and, oh, it, it was, yeah. it was probably my favorite memory as a, as a fan of this team it was pretty dope. What, what else? Yeah. You that was one of my um, memories. Um, the, the other memories when we beat the Steelers. Um, no, that was a bad memory. When the, the Steelers came to FedEx, and it was like it was a home Steelers game. That oh, yeah. was, that was that was one of the worst games ever. Um, now you, hey bro, you know that people got fired for that because that was the ticket scalping scandal where where the executives on the team were releasing uh, tickets to visiting fan, uh, not scalpers, but visiting team like. Um, they were supposed to. You're supposed to keep a number of tickets for local sales, but they were uh-huh. they were sending tickets off to like the Pittsburgh um, ticket sales and stuff like that. People got fired at, at, afterwards. There was a huge investigation. I remember and everything that. I remember that. It was terrible because Jason Campbell was the quarterback and he couldn't mm-hmm. even get a play in because it was too loud. Well, that's part of what happens when you have a bad product on the field and the locals don't want to come. 
Right. I mean, if you want to sell out the place and you want to sell beer, um, hey, Pittsburgh, we got tickets for the Lolo. So it was nothing but I could see somebody in the marketing department saying, I got a brilliant idea. And then I can also see somebody that um like Dan Snyder saying, What the hell is going on? Right. So Yep. Man. So go ahead, Phil. You got something? No, just uh, uh a memory I'm trying to forever erase. What the Pittsburgh game? <laughs> I mean, to me, it, it's it's it, that that Pittsburgh game is a, is a memory you want to erase, and it's the uh, the body bag game and the Monday Night Massacre where Michael Vick and Deshaun Jackson just obliterated us. Like those are the those are the memories I'm trying. Two Eagles oh, games. <laughs> oh, you mean the second Monday night Monday Night Massacre? The second. Oh. Yeah, I was at the game. Randall Cunningham. What's well, it like? I, I don't remember that one. Back in the um, 80s, the I, body bag game. That's what they called it. Okay, I remember the body bag game. Yeah, and uh, Brian Mitchell ended up playing quarterback that game. Yeah, uh-huh. my parents let me stay up late for the first time ever, and I got to watch that game. I was like, I don't know, eight, nine, ten years old. It was crazy. I think it was like 89, 88. I don't remember. It was 90. 90. Okay. 90. There you go. Crazy. What were you saying, Dev? What are like? Was that? I know that you said some of your most more. more uh, is it harder to get up if you're in a band? Like if you're playing terrible. What What do you guys do? Like whenever I try to you know play songs and score touchdowns, I'm gonna play horrible. What do y'all play? Okay, well you seen the cover picture of me tonight, right? Right. Yep. That was one. I think that was a Dallas game. Oh, uh, you, like, you were I'm a little. You were a little pissed off. I was like, I'm really here for this right. bullshit. Um. But we have a saying, no matter when, lose a draw, um, we don't, we never boot our team, well, once, but we never boot our team. Um, we always stay perky because for us, it's a performance. And it's like being in college when Ohio State is playing Concrete University and they beat the hell out of them 102 to nothing, and you still have those fans in there with the, with, with the um, with the body paint on, saying we believe, it's it's like that. I mean, no, regardless of how bad the team played, um, it was our job because we consider ourselves professionals. Um, it is a truly professional organization. Um, the old band we started practice in March, late March, in preparation for draft day, and we went on until um, the last game of the season. So that sound that we got that you heard from us, that sound was worked on for the whole year. So we considered ourselves professionals, and we knew when lose or draw, we had to play hell to the Redskins, even though we didn't want to. It was games out there where we lost thirty-five to nothing in the freezing rain. And at the end of the game, we still got up. We still played hell to the Redskins, and we went down to the locker room soaking wet. But we did what we had to do. What was the practice schedule like? Um, we practiced once a, once um, a week on Wednesday for two hours. And like I said, that went on from March, from 8 to 10 at FedEx. Um, we would start our first five rehearsals. They would be outdoors. Oh, no, indoors, I'm sorry. While we learned the music for the year, we recapped the music that we had from last year. Um, see, we had 50 songs. That we that we had in our repertoire, and 
Most of the songs had to be memorized. You said 50 as in five zero songs. Wow. Five zero. We had 50 songs in our in our um, playlist. Half of them had to be memorized because they were at some point going to be used either for the march around or for on field or for a parade. So I like it was like maybe 10, 20 songs that were not memorized, like um Armed Forces on Parade. The, the the marches and stuff like that, but the field show music was memorized. Um, anything we did special um, for breast cancer or Hispanic um, Hispanic Awareness Month, or, no, I'm sorry, Hispanic Pride Month, that was all memorized. We couldn't go on the field with music, wow. so that's why we started early because you had to. Wow, and, my 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 girlfriend's son. Uh, he's in a band. He, he plays uh, drums. And they've seen him. He's like, he's fourteen, but he's six three almost, and he's about a uh, three seventy five man. He's, what does he play? He doesn't play anything. Oh, yeah, drums, and he plays saxophone. Uh, yeah, I remember you telling me that last time. Yeah, keep a minute, man. It's a, it's a lot of money, especially down south. Where you at? I'm in Kentucky. He's uh, heading to uh, band camp starts. I want to say Monday. Yeah, school this year, so he'll be a freshman this year, but he did an eighth yeah. grade last year. He'll be a freshman this year. Yeah, it's a lot of money, it's a lot of scholarship money in marching band. I don't know I mean, if you guys ever went to a band competition, man, but those things are pretty dope. I, you know, it's not something I would have went to in high school because I would have got beat up, but <laughs> but, hey, but can you can, can definitely you, dope to go to? I'm not lying, chop. Can you tell us about? the type of people that were in, in the band with you? Like, I know they probably come from all walks of life. Oh, um, yeah. But just give us an idea of what kind of people were in the band and what did they okay. do? And and then like, what was their, what was their band backgrounds? Cause I know that's, that's like a point of discussion. I know some of these people were lifelong band members in mm-hmm. historic bands, uh, college bands. So give us a little bit of background on that. Okay. So about um, of the one twenty. 120 people in the marching band, I would say 110 of them went to college yeah. in some form or fashion, whether they finished, whether they did one year, two years, 110 of them went to college. Um, we had about 20 band directors in the marching band when um, at, at our end. We had the county supervisor for Prince George's County of Music. I'm sorry, the supervisor of music for Prince George's County in the marching band, we had nurses, we had doctors, we had lawyers, we had um, somebody who worked in a um, congressional office, we had um, gym teachers, it was a lot of teachers, um, we had business owners, we had uh, entrepreneurs, everybody was, it was a well-rounded group of folks who all came um, to together around music and the love of the Redskins. Now, how, did um, choose, how did you guys choose captains or do you guys, did you guys have captains? Or was, what was um, we had line leaders and we had um, lines A through, K, A through L. I was in the L line, which we call the back row, which is the tuba section. We call us the back row. And there was um, a line leaders and assistant line leaders. And most of that was by seniority. Hmm. Um, it was by seniority or if the next person up didn't want it, then um, 
either Mr. Summers or Mr. Cardenas would choose who the next line leader would be. Um, it kind of um, I was just uh, I was just about to be line leader, assistant line leader for the L line when all this this happened. So, um, but it was people from all walks of life. We had people that played in the Army band, the Marine band, the Navy band. Um, we had master percussionist. We had um, master tubist. We had every every some um, phase of music was represented in the Washington Redskins marching band. Nice. So what you would say is that um, with the team being probably, you know, trying to lead the NFL in the embracing of diversity, the band was doing it way before the rest of the franchise was. Say it again. I said, you know, with the franchise now, their uh-huh. big thing is that they're they're leading now they're leading the NFL in this embracing of diversity. And you're saying the band had been doing it for a long yeah, time. Yeah, the the band was diverse for a long time. I mean, um, Mr. Summers was the second black band director in Redskins history. He was one of the first black tuba players in the marching band. Oh. Um the band had already had a female band um, drum director, drum, drum major. Um, the band was very diverse. Um, we didn't have any issues on our end. Like we didn't have any, like the organization was going through sexual harassment. We didn't have any of that. We had one member who was catcalling women. They yanked him out of there so fast, um, kicked him out the band so fast it wasn't even funny. And we felt bad for him because he was a longtime member. But this was um, during the start of the Me Too era. And so if we had a problem, it was corrected. And to piggyback handled, back off of that. Handle handle with swift justice. Yes, handle with swift justice. I'm like, look, you're out of here. Um, to piggyback off of that, there was no need to replace the band directors. We had Eric Summers, um, Mr. Mr. Green, and Mr. Cardenas and John Carpenter as our leadership. And and people are gonna kill me for this. I hope I don't y'all don't get some bad comments for this. But speak what's on your mind, bro. I'm not saying she's not qualified. I'm not saying that. When you look at her resume, she's done um she's um with the Shenandoah University. She was in um Junk Corps International. If you don't know what Junk Corps International is, that's like um competitive marching band. She has the experience um to do a band. But I feel like the only reason why they hired her was to not get smoke blown to them by the NFL and say, look, look what we did. We hired a woman as we hired the first band director in the NFL. And I think that was trying to. Um, but you, you know, said we, you've already it, had female band directors, right? Is the, we had a female drum major. Drum is, major. The band, is the band right. going to be. More or less the same style of band, though, is it no, going to be more of a no? It's going to be so, totally so is, different. Is she, is she perhaps more versed in that style of band um, versus the old the old style that we were we're used to that we quite frankly loved? I guess no. What you were used to before is gone. Right. So we're gonna get like drumline with no. You won't get drumline. You want to get. Traditional, traditional college band sort of stuff. You're going to get. Um, I'm not even going to say University of Maryland because University of Maryland got pep in that step. Um, yeah. You're going to get. 
Okay. In terms of, so I can put this, you're going to go from a Ferrari to a Pinto as far as style is concerned. Um, it's not going to be, because with the, the Redskins band, it was a modified high step. It wasn't, um, it wasn't 100% um, Florida State, I mean, Florida A&M or Alabama. It was more like uh, um, Ohio. You know, Ohio has a, a nice yeah. diverse band. They don't really, Ohio um, State University, they don't really do core style and they really don't do high step. They're like a modified high step. And that's what we had with the Redskins marching band. This is going more towards the lines of maybe um, University of Virginia. Um, it's going to be. I was hoping it's not, like a Louisiana funeral or something. Um, I'm not, I, I don't want to say that, but I'm just, I'm, I know it's not going to be what everybody is used to. When you see the band, yeah. it's not even as big as it is. It's only 60 pieces. Now, with 60 pieces, and then with the experience level of these 60 pieces, I don't think you're going to get that sound that you once got. Right. And I'm going to tell you a couple of reasons why. Number one, we had 120 pieces in the marching band. We had 10 tubas. We had 30 trumpets. We had 30 trombones. Um, we had 20 percussionists. And everybody could blow. Um, even the people that went to PWIs, um, and that's predominantly white um, institutions, they learned to play with the people that went to HBCUs. You had people that were playing that normally wouldn't play they, the way they would, will play that way because that's the way you get the sound. Right. Um, I don't know if I said that right. But, no, you did, but th th yeah, this is yeah. this is the DMV, man. Like we need the exactly. swag, we need the rhythm, we man, need just, we don't need no straight edge. Just got a go -go band. We don't need the Ohio. Yeah, we don't need the Ohio State band. That's another point I was about to make. I felt like they should have got a go-go band, but I mean, another thing though, to their defense, a smaller band might work out since they get the smaller stadium. Well, a hundred thousand seats <laughs> down Anymore, to fifty-three you know, or whatever. You know, it is. Man, yeah, yeah. You know, you lost forty thousand seats. You should have a smaller band. I'm just saying. Uh, another thing I was going to say is that um, with going to be indoors, the smaller band. Um, I I don't know if you ever paid attention to the field show because. It looked like only like 20 people was there all most of the time. But we were able to make formations. Like we were able to do the USA formation. We were able to make our Christmas tree. We were able to spread out Viva for um Hispanic American Month. We were able, it's a lot more you can do with a 60-piece band. Now, with that being said, most of the members um coming in, because they lowered the age restriction, is going to be some mixed with um high schoolers. And of of the one twenty that was in the original band, only six crossed over. Six, six. You are let me ask this: that that you that you're actually getting into where I'm interested in, in where this conversation goes. Was that completely by their choice? Was that by the team's choice? How how did that come about? Okay, well I'm gonna tell you how it started. Um. Mr. Summers, Mr. Cardenas, and John Carpenter, and Mr. Green were constantly in contact with the organization. They were doing, they were bending over backwards to appease the powers that be, which is Jason Wright and 
Joey Bag of Donuts, whatever his name is. I can't remember his name. Um, his last name. The, the, the Carnival cruise ship guy. They were bending over backwards to accommodate anything they wanted. Like, I know John Carpenter submitted a new revised version of the fight song, um, which I don't believe is the, the version that you're seeing on Instagram and whatever it is on, on Facebook. They've already, they've already leaked the fight song? What did I miss? Somebody did. I didn't, I'm not going to. Somebody did. Somebody leaked it. I'm not going to say no names. There's sheet but music that's out there. There's sheet music out there. Now, I will, I will. What's up, Marcus? Thanks for joining the stream. I will, I will, I will drop this and I'll probably catch hell for it. But um, they are working on the vocals and everything else. I know this is something I know. And I know that they are soliciting from the fan base to get those vocals. Um, specifically from um, a certain group Missy Elliott. I may be a part of. No. Y'all gonna get no. Pusha T to do the uh... no, no Pusha T. No, they're not they are not soliciting from the, the Tidewater area specifically. <laughs> if, if you've been following the show, you know what I'm referring to. I know there's they've solicited people from there. I don't know if that's the only place they're going, but it seems like they're looking for people who have singing voices. I don't know if they're going to record something to put out as like a choral vocal to go along with whatever the band plays. Like we are but, the world um, or some shit. We are the world. Marcus says Wale. Marcus says Wale. Hey, so Chop, I'm going to... on, so no. I want to do a synopsis real quick of... Uh, uh, May, in May, in May, when they first dropped all this stuff about the new band coming out, they dropped an article on the website and talked about the new 60 person ensemble, just like you said. And then they went into the history of the, the original band is from 1937, all volunteer ensemble, pioneered halftime entertainment. Um, the team will work closely with fans to pull forward traditions under a new banner, including new and newly revived musical traditions. The team mm -hmm. plans to bring back a revamped arrangement of the team's original fight song, which is what I think that the uh, the sheet music has been leaked that Phil was talking about, which was first introduced in 1938. And it says, additionally, the marching band look and uniforms, which co-owner and co-CEO Tanya Snyder helped design, will blend the team's iconic burgundy and gold colors. Way to honor the band's 85 year legacy, and then it goes into the 2022 marching band. Will be you, you said this already, will be directed by Washington's first ever music director. Maestro, no, wait a minute, no, the Jeffrey music director Sean, from the band director. Yeah, yeah, I'll get to that. This is yeah. so I, I'm going to ask you what this means because I don't know. It okay. says there will be a music director, Maestro. Jeffrey Sean Dokin, who will set the tone for the new era. Dokin is a former NCAA varsity athlete, deep passion for music, currently the music director and conductor of the Symphony Orchestra of Northern Virginia, and the artistic director and conductor of the Rome Symphony Orchestra in Rome, Georgia. He's guest conductor on multiple things, including Kennedy Center, Carnegie Hall, Grand Opera House. Dokin also has the distinct honor of conducting at the White House on several occasions. Dokin will work closely with the team's new newly appointed band director Brittany Lynn and the rest of the game day leadership to bring back the renewed musical energy back to FedEx field. So I'm thinking, so you were talking about when you said her, you meant Brittany Lynn, right? 
Right. So what what does it mean for Jeffrey Sean Doken to be a music director, aka maestro? What what does that mean versus what Britney Lynn is as the Britney is the band director? So what's the difference between the two? I don't know. Music. He 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 gets a bigger paycheck than she does. <laughs> but okay. There was absolutely no reason to have a music director. Okay. All when when you when you were ahead of a marching band, there's one head honcho and there's some assistant honchos. You don't need you don't need a you don't need a music director. Wouldn't you I need mean, a music director though to get the right the music instance and the right of school, Washington Redskins management overdoing something or screwing something up. Right. Um, you don't need a music director, and orchestra does not equate to marching band. It's totally different. That's but more it's traditional. Like I know football to basketball. Right. I know, like I know, in like a music contract side of things, a music director would be there in order to facilitate the the the, the young lady who's actually in charge with the music. They would tell her which music to play and how to, and she would be in control right. of how to use it. So maybe maybe that person is just in charge of the business aspect of of getting it all put together at the show, not directly responsible for the marching and the assignments of the band members. That's that's the way I took it. But I I also I do music, but I, I'm not on the band side. I, I don't know the specifics of band per se, but how like kind of how things are are done in the background of how shows are put together. I kind of know that a little bit. I'm thinking I'm thinking maybe that's what it is. That and, and it just so happens he has a music experience. I don't know. A band a, a orchestra director would not know how to put a field show together. That is total that's a total band director idea. When okay, if there's a music director, it's a music director in a college who's in charge, um, who oversees the orchestra, the marching band, the pep band, the jazz band, the choir, the gospel choir. That's what a musical director would do. In this, instance, yeah. in this instance, pertaining to marching band, it doesn't make sense. You don't need a music director because the marching, the, the band director is the music director. Yeah, Unless so I, you I think I was looking at it more or less like an athletic director and then down to a coach. You know what I'm saying? The coach handles all this stuff, but the athletic director has a role somewhat in putting it together. That's how kind of yeah, I saw it. But see, but saying. for 85 years, you didn't need a music director, right? Now, all of a sudden, yeah. you need a music director. They obviously, they obviously didn't need an HR department either. But alas, <laughs> one person, we, or, or as Tanya would say, ta da! Yeah, hey, real quick, uh, shout out to Corey yes. Sanchez, the Sanchez from On the Warpath. Uh, go check out his YouTube, go sub up, good friend of the show. He said, Play trap music when we score. Uh, you know what? I guarantee. The band we had could have played some trap music. They probably could have played anything. Bro, Sanchez, I told them a long time ago they need to make the logo a tank, man, and come out to No Limit Soldiers. Dun, 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 dun. Now the band play that. That'd be dope, man. A gold tank now, on the side of the helmet. Y'all crazy, man. Now, 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 getting back to the, the music director thing. I thought I told you. <laughs> wow. song. There you go. Getting back to the music director thing, do you think that I know they brought out the drum line that they had kind of put together last season? Do you think they quit. That, that? Huh? I'm sorry. They quit. Oh, they did. I didn't know that. I, I told you of the 120, only six went over, and they no, were not professionals. 
Oh, okay, because they had that. They 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 came back out. They had no band, but they had a drum line, and they said they're going. We're going to expand mm -hmm. on the drum line. So all the drum line quit too. Yeah, Abby, there's only six people there. Um, six people originally. From what I understand, only ten people auditioned. Only six six made it. Wow. And um, 120 that were used to be in the band. Right. Ten, ten auditioned. Okay. Right. Well, this is what it said. This was the audition criteria, right? Interesting yeah. musicians should submit an introduction themselves, a two-minute, two-minute, that's 120 seconds, prepared musical piece of their choosing, a recording of required audition sheet music provided via the application link, and a recording of a two-octave F major and B-flat major scales by a certain date. Select musicians will be paid for rehearsals and performances and will be considered part-time employees of the Washington Commander. So my question to you is, is two minutes enough to determine whether you are good enough to be part of an NFL team's marching band that's been around since 1937? No. But I two minutes is enough to say you know how to handle the instrument. Um, okay, it's like this. Your favorite rap song, right? If you get a chance to rehearse your favorite rap song over and over and over again, you're going to know the lyrics, right? Yes. Yeah. But introduce a new rap song, and you don't know that new rap song because you haven't, you never seen it before, and you don't know anything about it. So that that's not really a telltale sign. Um, the way that you really tell if a musician can play is you audition him with the um with the piece of music which they did and the tuba piece they had was a joke now i i consider myself the least experienced musician in the redskins marching band really meaning i only did two years of college um i'm not as um I, i'm not a specialist in my instrument as some other the other people are and the audition piece that they had for tubas was a joke to me I saw it and I said, "That's a sixth grade piece. Anybody right. can play that." I have mm -hmm. I have a daughter who plays too, but she can play it. I'm wow. telling you right now, I went to some of these band competitions and some of these places. They're terrible. It's like, oh man, it's the worst place, worst music I've ever heard in my life. So if you're saying it's like sixth grade, man, I don't want to hear it. You know, it's crazy. <laughs> well, so let me let me ask you this: Steve Steve said something that that kind of caught me. So they went from a 120-piece volunteer band right. to a 60-piece paid band. Right. Do you, think, do you think that some of that cut was because they're like, we're going to pay these guys, but we'll be damned if we're going to pay 120 of them? Well, that could be it, too. But we told them before, we didn't want payment. We wanted our damn parking spaces back. That's it. We, they didn't have to pay us. We were fine being volunteers. Now, the problem that a lot of people have with, with, with being employees is they're like, oh, great, another damn boss. Now we got to report to somebody else. We were fine being volunteers. Only thing we wanted was our orange lot parking back. Man, Dan would have to go gas money or something. All the way down to the gray lot after a win, lose, or draw after, after the game. That's all we wanted. Yeah, which now, is crazy now, because now I, feel like, I feel like they lumped that portion of being paid into the cheerleader. Now, I think the cheerleaders should have been paid. I know they were paid like peanuts traditionally. They should have been paid a lot more. But well, it sounds like you guys, you didn't even want money. So why even bring up be paying the band members? 
because you know what I'm saying? like I, I think like they lump the two together. You have to entice people to go now because do. the number one had the prices the practices are in Ashburn, the other half of FedEx. Oof. And all of everybody, if there was 50 people that said, okay, I'm going to try to join the new band. Once they said they have to practice over in Ashburn, that was it. Done. We hate going to Ashburn. It's far. 90% of the band lives in D.C., Prince George's, Montgomery County, um, and Charles County. Arlington and Fairfax. So, saying we have to go down to, to Ashburn for practice? Right. No. Uh-uh. Do you, you think that maybe, you think that that maybe they only had 60 spots available in the employee parking to, to give to the band? Because they're well, employees. <laughs> see, that's another um, another part of the mismanagement no. of this organization is that when they took out the 30,000 seats, they still didn't give us our own slot parking even though they weren't using it. So, Did you guys yeah. have to pay for your own parking? No, they gave 10 parking. Um, they get A, B, C, D, E, F, G, H, I, J, K, F. They gave a twelve parking space, twelve parking um, parking permits per game. For for one hundred twenty people. For one hundred twenty people per game. Ten percent. Wow. And that allowed everybody to get at least the parking pass one time. Yeah. Instead of when I first joined the band, the band was given eighty parking passes, around eighty parking passes. Yep. And we would raffle them off, and sometimes you would get a parking pass two or three times a year. So, wow! It's um, it went, yeah. It it was a really bad look, right? So we didn't want to be paid. We just wanted our parking back and better meals. That's it. That's all we wanted. Yeah, I would hey, want to get paid. I know. Hey, real real quick, I want to do a sixty second ensemble because I was at this game. I and so two thousand twelve. When RG3 got drafted, like my in my family, we had season tickets. I got them. I, I was able to get them every year. Normally, I, I can't, but I, I went to every home game that year in twelve, and we we beat the Vikings that year in October. And then when we went through the concourse, everyone was. This was the game where, if you remember, the RG3 eighty yard scramble and he scored for a touchdown, where he just smoked it up the left sideline. I don't know if you remember that, and then. Afterwards, through the concourse, everyone was screaming RG3, RG3. And then by that bar around section 210, yep. you guys put on a show. And I stayed my ass there for like 30 extra minutes. And I want to play a few minutes of that because to me, you you know this, but this was a – I mean, I can't even describe how good this was. So I'm just going to play it and – and y'all just soak it up. The audio, the video quality is not the greatest, but the audio should be on point. So I'm going to let this roll for a few minutes. And you're going to hear how great this is because I, I can't describe, words can't describe how good this was. And then to hear the go-go vibe going off inside the concourse of FedEx Field, this sound just ripped throughout the concourse. And if we don't get this in the future, we are truly missing out. Give it a second.
Oh, it moved on me. So that's a fail. Stand by. <laughs> I was like, "Will we get some bongos, man?" No, 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 no. See, Dev, uh, you're not. I, I truly apologize. You didn't know about that go-go. I no, that's what, that's what my that's I went to number one. I, I did I did a few weeks at Florida AM before they kicked me out, man. By the way, number one. But number two, man, I they did it. That's how they played in my high school, man. I mean, they ain't that good. They wasn't as good as them, but they had yeah. like they had like a hundred people in the band in high school, man. They was <laughs> So that gives me chills, dude. <laughs> they say that they're going to bring that back. Um, I tell you, man, what be dope. Like, I tell you what, that'd be dope. If they had like, a platform in the end zone, because, like a run on the, in the end zone, the band will play band around them and stuff. That'd be dope. They could do that. Oh, man, it was so they're hard not, to beat that. All these they're not going like, to have enough percussion to to be to be exactly with a with with a sixty you know with a sixty person ensemble. Like, how do you so generically for one hundred twenty people? How was it divvied up? Okay, we had 10 tubas, 30 trumpets, about 15 to 20 trombones, um, five baritones, five melatones, uh, and then the rest were woodwinds. We had about 15 to 20 percussionists. It right. depends on the game because, you know, people have lives. But we had spots for um, 20 percussionists. Yep. And I would say we averaged about 15 every game. Yeah. So if you have, if you're going to have a 60 piece ensemble, that means you can't have more than eight to nine percussionists. It, it's not going to. You're probably going to have two bass drums, two snares, maybe a quad player, and a couple of cymbal players. You're not going to be able to duplicate that sound. Yeah. Because so if you here, see that, so when in, in, in the Fed, in FedEx field, there was no microphones where you guys were. No, no. That sound projected throughout the entire stadium yep. with 120 people. How do you expect to project that entire sound with 60 people? Well, in the stands, we had microphones. Okay. That worked half the time. 
<laughs> but <laughs> if you have right. microphone problems with 120, the people that can play and blow, you won't have a problem hearing them. But if you have microphone problems at 160, when the musicians aren't as talented or used to project projecting their instrument, right? You're gonna have issues. Yeah. I mean, I, I just want to see how they're gonna do this because their first rehearsal was yesterday. Oh. Their first rehearsal was yesterday. So they are their assembled. They got, their, they got their 60 days. And it says they're going to debut at training camp, which I hopefully I will get an invite as content creators and we'll get Actually, to go. Hey, they get PDD, they get PDD on do making the band. <laughs> <laughs> making the band. I'm, hey, Marcus I'm, says I'm, one thing that used to separate Washington from NFL. What one thing that used to separate Washington from other NFL teams was our band. If we fail to have a good band, our brand will continue to be a failure. One hundred percent. I believe that. One hundred percent. I do wish everyone in the new band well, but I don't see here in the DMV. You got school. Okay. For the the point I think that Jason Wright, Joey Bagovich, whatever his name is, I, the point I think everybody missed is we are in an area where you have Eastern High School, Baloo High School, yep. Dunbar, Dunbar, um, yep. Northwestern, Austin Hill, um, Fort McKinley Hill. Tech, um, Anacostia, even going out to Maryland with um, Friendly, Oxy Hill, Northwestern, um, Wise. You are in an area that is a marching band mecca. Mm -hmm. Eastern, Baloo, and Spingon, and McKinley Tech. This That's what a lot of people in this area grew up on. They grew up on good marching bands. They grew up on it. And mm -hmm. if you're going to bring a marching band into FedEx and say, this is your new marching band, you better hit it. Don't because make it I'm traditional. You cannot be a tradition. You can't. Don't make it traditional. We no, don't want I'm traditional right on this team. We do not want it. They will turn on you. The crowd will turn on you. Yeah. Because it's not what they're used to. Right. It's not what they're used to. And I think that's the biggest thing that they missed when they did this. They did not do their homework. They do not. Jason Rice not from this area, right? Joey Bagadona is not from this area. Um, the, even the band director they had, she grew up here, but she went to Shenandoah University. Yeah. So they don't understand this area. This they, you're missing it. Yeah. Go ahead. Shenandoah, just just for the record, so everybody knows, Shenandoah University is is, a, is an art school. They're really big. They they're big into music and theater and things like that but i don't know how much you would say that they're into marching band person right yeah right mm -hmm. but they're they're i mean like their orchestra music their sit down brass is it's phenomenal it's, it's high level mm -hmm. that's here's the thing i never played in band but i knew a lot of people that did and I can tell you just from watching it, the guys who can sit down and play and the girls who can sit, sit down and play aren't necessarily the same ones who can go out on a field, walk around, and play with the same effectiveness. It's a big, it's a big change. You're absolutely right. It's a it's a totally different ball game. That's I hope they I, I hope that they, they really did their homework on who they brought on here. I hope they did too. I mean, I don't want to see them fail because I'm hurt by everything. A lot of people are hurt by this, but <clears throat> reluctantly, it's still my team. 
And I want to see them do well. The worst thing, the, the thing I don't want is for them to go out there and strike a zero first game. Right. Because that'll look bad on the whole organization. Yeah. And none of us like the way it was done. I think we would have felt better if they would have brought everybody back and then gradually say this is what we're going to do. Yeah. But to have someone like Mr. Summers, Mr. Green, and John Carpenter, who dedicated years of their lives to this organization, to be told, um, yeah, your yesterday's news. Right. Um, I think hit a lot of people hard. And that's why a lot of people didn't come. That's why at our goodbye ceremony, our goodbye, whatever you want to call it, um, dinner, party, whatever you want to call it, only roughly half the people showed up. And that's what I wanted to talk to you about. I saw the videos and the pictures you posted on your Facebook page because that was that was mm -hmm. awesome for people like me and, and everyone. I'm, I'm your friend on Facebook because we're friends in real life. But it, it was cool because we don't know that that stuff's happening. That was not publicized. That was not put on the commander's website. So as as they transition to this new 60 piece ensemble and you told me last you told us last time you had people in there over 20 years. And there were you talked about a 20-year ring, I think it was. Yeah. So on your okay, let's talk about it. So on your way out, what did the team do for you guys? They so you had a farewell dinner inside FedEx Field. So for those who are departing, you're 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 retired, right? Air Colts retired from the band. What did yeah. they do for you guys? Okay, so let me say this. If it was not for Mo Monique Surati, Saruti, who was a piccolo player in the band, it wouldn't even happen. Wow. When we all got the email stating that um, we weren't coming back, we, that they were going to um, downsize the band and that most of us weren't coming back and Mr. Summers was going to be the band director. Um, people started asking questions about that's it. They're just going to throw us out. No goodbye. No nothing. So Monique got on the phone and she, she emailed Tanya Snyder. And she said that um, I'm with the outgoing band. And I don't know how the wording was, but it was, are you going right. to honor us? Did we get a goodbye? And Tanya Snyder called her back. She didn't send an assistant to do it. She didn't send an email. Like Tanya she personally, she personally called her back. She called her back and said, wow. what could we do? She said, what could we do? She said, well, we would like some kind of a goodbye dinner. So... What they did was they said, okay, you want to come? RSVP. So we RSVP'd. Um, when I got there, I bought one of my friends from the from the MC set. Yep. And when we got there, um, they had some food. It was like chicken, macaroni and cheese, some greens, some steak, and some other stuff. Um, yeah, it was very man. somber. It was very somber because yeah. everybody knew what was going on. It was like there was some people crying, um, a lot of people sad. Was anyone from the uh, team there, like the, ex it uh, was the, some, the front office? It was some guy. That, I don't know. I don't know these people. It was some guy. It definitely wasn't Jason Wright or Tanya or Dan. It was somebody um, probably say, hey, make sure they don't mess up the place on the way out. Right. Make sure um, they eat all them greens. <laughs> so, huh? Make sure they eat all them greens. You say what? <laughs> Make sure you eat all your greens. <laughs> oh, well, and so as the round 820, because uh, it was from 6 to 9, 
Yeah. Around 8, 10, 8, 20, everybody started going downstairs. And they had it set up like they like we normally practice. Um, Mr. Summers, from what I hear, Mr. Summers didn't show up because Mr. Summers felt slighted. Yep. A lot of people in the band didn't show up for that for that same reason. Because we felt in our hearts, we felt that we were done wrong. And right. it was a lot of crying, it was a lot of tears. Um and to touch on the 20-year ring, the only reason why I went, because I did not want to go. I don't like saying goodbye. Um, if anybody knows me, but I'm out forever, I'm on an MC set and we're out having a good time. I just get on my bike and leave because I don't like to say goodbye. Right. And motorcycling is a dangerous thing. You never know when you're gonna see somebody. That's right. So I only went because I wanted to see if they won't honor us with our 20-year rings or honor us in some type of way. The only person that got honored that night was uh, was Don Bartlett, who is my section leader, the tuba section leader. He was honored because he did 63 years in the in the Washington Redskins organization. 63 years. 63. And he played that night. Holy um, moly. Props. What was his name again? Let's say his name again. Don Bartlett. Don, Don Bartlett did Bartlett. 63 years in the wow. Washington Redskins marching band. He started when he was 16. Um... He was one of, I wouldn't say one of the original members, but he came on shortly after. Um, so we get to playing, and the videos are on my Facebook page. Um, George D. Jones, no, Scooter D. Jones, if anybody wants to go see him, they're public. Um, and as each song went on, we knew that the end was coming. And some people were crying. And if you played Hell to the Redskins for the last time, I walked over to um, the Baritones. There's a guy named Dan Rakes, and Dan was visibly crying. He was crying. He was crying because we all knew that this was the end. And to us, we were done wrong. I don't care what anybody says. I don't care how they try to sugarcoat it, how they try to put sugar and brown sugar and syrup. We were done wrong. That's why many people didn't show up. Because they felt as why we become to this charade. And right. we thank Monique for doing it. We thank her for doing it. Because some people did get to say goodbye. But we felt we were done wrong. This is another instance of where the organization totally dropped the ball. Right. If they right. wanted to bring in another band director, it should have been done the right way. It wasn't. Instead, the, the leadership of the old Redskins band were left at bay until they received the email. Yeah. And that's the way we felt about it. That's the way we felt about it. Um, right. I left after the last song because I didn't want I didn't I don't want the onions to get me shot. So I left. Yeah. Yep. Um, no, so fair. to answer your question, going out the door, they gave us a t- commander's um, gift bag, which is in my closet right now. I'm not rocking anything, Commanders, right now. I, I feel really bad about this. It takes um, some, t- some time. Yeah, they gave us a, probably the same fan bags that they gave out the day they launched the name. Mm-hmm. It had a hat, a, a scarf, a koozie, a, a lanyard. Yeah, lanyard. Probably something yeah. they already had that they couldn't get rid of. And that was it. Yeah. Um, none of the people that played, it was no recognition for longtime band members at all, except for one. And you know what's crazy? I I'm shocked that, they didn't leave like Mr. Summers or the other people on for like you know consultants. 
or you no, know no, at, at least at the at, at, at a bare minimum they no no they didn't wow. do that hey our boy they, Corey they says yeah 63 years of service like that's a big deal and and I'm our boy Corey says i just realized one of the clarinet players went to high school with me Corey, say the name i bet you chop knows her or him whoever it was I don't know why I said her, but what's, I bet you he knows about? her or him. So say, say the name so he can figure out who it is. But Corey, uh, uh, excuse me, but but Chop, what what if uh, they brought you guys back in? Like I think it would be cool every year if they brought. So you know we have alumni weekend. Uh huh. What if they brought the band back every alumni weekend game? That would be pretty cool to be on the field and to be honored. Hey man, feels the history. The history team. That's what I'm saying. It like that, that would, be would be pretty cool. That would be cool, but this I don't believe that this management system will be able to get that right. right. It would be nice to come out there once a year with our band jackets to play Hell of the Redskins, but yeah. I don't think this organization will wow. even think to do that. Great halftime show, alumni weekend. Let you guys play during halftime. That would be. They're never going to play Hell to the Redskins again. Hey, Chop. Corey said it was Brittany, a clarinet player. I don't know if you know her or not. You say Brittany? Brittany. I know her. Okay, there you go. I think that might be one of the people that made it to to the new band. Oh, nice. Hey, Steve. They'll never. I think they'll never play Hell to the Redskins again, bro. That's never going to happen. Well, you. So I'm not a musician, but you saw the sheet music that I sent you for the the new touchdown song. Does it look? I've been I've been reading on Twitter that it looks similar in tone. It does look similar. It okay. It's, it ha- it still has Hell to the Redskins. You can you can read it. It still has Hell to the Redskins. Just different wording or whatever it is. Whatever it's it is. Wording, whatever you want to use, because I think it's not. Um, I don't have it in front of me, but from what I saw is, is da, 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 that's what I, that's what I believe yeah. I saw. But yeah. it's still it's still there. Yeah, I know enough. But, I, I I mean I, I'm I'm not a master musician or anything, but I mean I I I did two years playing saxophone. Uh, I know how to read you know guitar tabs and all that. Um, and I can tell you that I was looking at that and I just kind of played it in my head, that first line that you can see, and I was like, Well, damn, if this if this is in you know, Hail to the Redskins, it mm-hmm. sounds just like it. And here's the thing, I'll say this to you, Dev. They can play Hail to the Redskins with the band. There's they're not singing the words. Now if the fans decide to sing along, that's on, that's well, on the fans, not, right? They're gonna avoid it. It's like it's like how how uh EA owns the NFL license, so other teams make games just like where you can edit your own players in there to make it like the NFL. It, that's what y'all are saying. Just make it like a bootleg version of the song Dev. so that everybody's gonna sing. Two, two, thing, it, two things on that, Dev. Two things on that, Dev. First of all, Steve and I were at the Cowboys game last year. What happened after every touchdown? Hail to the scored? Redskins. We they sang Hail to the Redskins. The crowd the the band, but it wasn't an employee of Washington. Playing. No, 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 no. no. There was no music. We just that, sang that shit. That's, right, that's going to be cool. But if, if it's not going to be anybody that's employed by Dev, Washington. Dev, let me get the point, too. Let me get, Dev, before you shot, shoot me down, let me get the point, too. All right. I can tell you this, and you can see it. The team doesn't actively use the name Redskins, but look at every video they put out where they're talking about the history of this team. They don't run, they don't blur the logo. They they you'll hear announcers use the term, you know, you'll hear Frank Herzog screaming, touchdown, Washington Redskins. 
clearly. They're not running from it that much in a historical context. The song is a piece of historical context. I can tell you I'm working on I it. I don't, think I don't think they'll ever play it at all unless it's in the background somewhere. They will play. Else. You can play They're, the notes. If they don't play it, the fans are going to sing it. We right. all, we, we will. Because you have some diehard, I'll, I'll sing it. Look, you have some diehard fans out there that are totally against the name change. And I'm going to tell you, 85 of them are in the Redskins marching band. <laughs> they are against the name change. Um, and got to hit on politics, but it's a liberal agenda. It's the justification of America. And so it's people that think like that, that when the risk, when the team scores, they're going to sing hell to the Redskins. Yeah. And there's nothing anybody can do about it. It's, it's happening one way or the other. The only thing they can do about it on Channel 5 is cut to commercial. That's why I think that the team would be smart to not actually like play the words because they used to show the words up on the Jumbotron yeah. and everything. Right. Uh-huh. Just, just play the play song. The, if you let the band on Alumni Weekend play it, let the fans sing it. It's almost like the franchise is doing a little wink and a nod, just saying, we still remember. Why can't y'all right. yeah. just show up with y'all's instrument? Let them yeah. do that. That's that's how you that's how you say hey, we haven't forgotten where we came from. Right. Our boy Marcus Edelin uh, says, Steve is right. Our band goes hand in hand. Our band history goes hand in hand with past players history. They should be on the field during alumni weekend. Uh, if you haven't done so, hey, Marcus is a friend of the show. He comes into every live stream. Go check out Sports View 2 on Facebook. That's his Facebook group. He is a friend of all the, the Washington Marcus, content creators. Marcus, so Marcus is a diehard. We love Marcus, man. Marcus Elon is trying to challenge Rio for hardest working man in showbiz. Oh, right man. Now. Marcus is, is the man. But, hey, Chop, hey, we – I mean, we can't thank you enough for taking the time to come out, talk to us. I know this is, like, a very – sensitive subject but it, it hits home for for you and and the rest of the band members to come out and and talk to us and it i, I mean we're, we're friends we see each other on mcc all the time but i just want to say thank thank you from us for for what you've done for for the band how long did you serve in the in the band i did a full 20 20 years like like we can't thank you enough like i really hope that there's some way that they can bring you guys especially on alumni weekend now you know, Phil's a fan ambassador, and he's part of the culture culture group, right, Phil? So and I, history, I wonder, preservation of history is up my alley. There you go. So, Man. so we need to start a campaign to bring you guys yeah, back he, on Alumni Weekend at the minimum. He is also the now, guy let me tell you, you, you talk, there are the some band members that plan on showing up first game yeah. in the parking lot playing against the Redskins oh. with their horn and everything. Huh? They gonna show up with the horn and everything. They're going to show up with their horns Man. and they're going to play hell for the Redskins in the parking lot. Yep. Hey, Marcus says, thanks, Chop Shop, for you and the band service. You will always be family. That is right. You know, Not I don't forever. have tickets yet, but I, but what kind of forever? Hey, I, I hope that I can get tickets to opening day. Yeah, what kind of forever? There you go. Bam. Um, if I'm there on opening day, I'll hit you up, but I'll definitely be there to film it. I'll put it in a vlog, put that joint on YouTube, and we will document it so it's cemented in history forever. And uh, if you're going to be there, let me know, because I, w- I, w- I will definitely be there if you're going to be there. Uh, I don't know yet. I don't know. But you know what? If you, if you can confirm they're going to be there, I'll be there. 
I don't know the next time I'm going to be coming at, going to that stadium. I don't know. That's fair. That's fair. Well, real quick before we close out, I mean, are you paying attention to any of the football side of the house? Are you are you still kind of jaded with everything that's going on? No, I pay attention. Um, I like the moves that they're making. I think um, I do think that they're gonna make some noise this year. Um, I'm thinking more like um, ten and seven, eleven and six, maybe. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. Um, I think I think we're all in the same boat. I think that this team is a lot more talented, and I think that Carson Wentz is a lot better than people give him credit for. Yes, Literally sir. Last year in Indianapolis with a less talented squad. Yes, sir. He still put up numbers. Yes, sir. Now he yeah, has three receivers, a yep. tight end. He has the running. I'm, 10 and 6, 10 and yeah. 7, 11 and 6. Yeah. He folded in the big game, the last game of the season. We all acknowledge that in Indianapolis. Yes. But you're right. He's surrounded with so much more talent on both sides of the ball. I don't, so, think, I don't think he choked the last game either, man. I mean, it's not Carson's fault that you let a rookie quarterback throw 500 yards. I mean, it's not Carson yeah. give up 500 yards of offense. <laughs> I don't. I get. I mean, that's weird how they blame that all on Carson. That's football. It happens. It yeah, what, what can we do? Or the breaks. Marcus says, you fellas have a good night, family. Hey, Marcus, we love you, man. Appreciate you Marcus, tuning in. darling. Marcus. Hey, uh, once again, we want to say thank you to Chop Chop, original OG of the uh, Redskins marching band. Um, you can find him on Facebook under Scooter Jones, right? I, 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 I love when Chop, Chop yep. comes on because I can sit here and I just listen to him talk because his stories are just the, some of the, some of the uh, best little insights and, you know, if you're a fan of this team, you've been a fan for a long time, you know the band. But you didn't know the band. Now the band, you say you know the band. Did the band yeah. haze anybody? Yeah, did was there any hazing in the band? As part of initiation? Huh? Did the band ever haze anyone as part of initiation? No, 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 no. Yeah. No. Nah. But I but I'm sure you guys had your own own rituals, right? You don't have to yeah, talk to no. them like they were, but it was it was that's more college like stuff. Um, okay. Y'all have any nah. drum Y'all have any battles or nothing against each other? Huh? Y'all have any drum battles against each other in there in the locker room or in the parking lot? Uh, no. See, um, the old band, the percussion practice three times a week. They because you know any percussion group has to be on point, and so they practice more than us, and they practice all year round. Wow. So which is interesting of how this new group is going to do it. Because they had their first practice yesterday, and their first game is less than a month away. This is going to be really interesting. Yeah. Well, if I if if we get invited to training camp, I will have video footage, and then we'll bring you back on because you will be our band consultant. Because I want to hear firsthand of, of how you really think they did. So, hey, if if we get invited, you, you got to come back on here. And I will. Next hey, month. just let me know. Yeah. I will no no let doubt, me know. bro. No doubt. Uh, babe, before we close out, we always like to do some shout outs. Um, Whatever it is, whether it's related to the team, personal, whatever. Chop, we'll give you first cut, man. You got any shout outs since you get, since you got a platform and it's gonna go out to, to everybody. Uh let's see. Shout out to Underworld MC, my go. new family. Um, shout out to everybody in the original Redskins marching band. Um, I wanna shout out to Tanya Snyder for helping us with our goodbye ceremony. Right. And thank Ta-da. you guys. Oh, and to my pumpkin, 
Hey, girl. <laughs> hey. Love it. Hey, Phil, oh, what you got, man? Uh, shout out to anybody who's ever played in, in this marching band, first and foremost. The original marching band all through the last iteration of it. Um, for those who are new to this marching band, they're part of the new marching band. Um, hope you do well. Hope you carry on the legacy because you have big shoes to fill. But uh, you know, hopefully you can you can step up and 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 you know carry on that tradition at least you know keep the respect on the name of the marching band. So that's actually my art for you. Right. We're working. We're, we we're rooting for you because you are now part of this this family. You're the new members of the family, but you're part of this family. So keep the name up. Let's go, Dad. What you got? You're muted. Oh man! Uh, shout out um, to the band as always. The Chop Chop for bringing the, bringing the real spill about the band. Um, man, and I know we didn't talk about it, but uh, shout out to uh, Dax Milne, man, for taking the Jets quarterback's girlfriend, <laughs> Zach Wilson's girl, Mr. Steer girl, Wilson smashing my Duke's friends and shit. Hey, hey, Dax Milne, man, Dax Milne stealing receptions from Diami Brown. And, and chicks and quarterbacks, man. Hey, Dax Milne, I'm saying it now, my number one sleeper to at least score with y'all's mom after the, <laughs> after the ball that game. Right. Dax oh, Milne, dog. Man. Hold up, hold up. And shout out to uh, Lamar Jackson and, and uh, Brandon Pollard for all the awesome entertainment on Twitter last night. Yeah. If you don't know, go back and look. Man, Paula try to say he don't care about the Hall of Fame, he don't care about uh, acclamation. Like, boy, Paula came out and said that no wide receiver cap, wants cap, to play with Lamar Jackson. Cap, 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 cap. Hey, shout out to to Chop Chop, uh, aka Scooter, my boy from the MC set. Hey, appreciate you coming on, bro. I really, really, really appreciate you and your time. And shout out to everyone in the marching band, all the band directors. It's such a rich history. I just hope there's some way we can somehow preserve it. Um, hopefully, Phil from the his ambassador side can can try to get that back into the the culture side. And uh, we'll um, bring it up next time. We I will. A Zoom meeting. I'll shoot a DM to to Mr. Joey. It may may do nothing, but I will I will do my best and. Maybe we can start a lobby to bring you guys back for alumni weekend because it is part of history. Whatever you want to say about the name, it's part of history, and we have to honor that history. If we don't, then then what good are we? You know what I'm saying? So, um, once again, man, I appreciate you, Chop, and and for everyone listening, thank you for listening. Tune in. Hey, don't ever forget the rest, original Redskins marching band. You know they put in so much work for us. The all volunteer force. We love them. And um, just endless, endless, endless memories, especially if you if you attended the game in, in FedEx Field or RFK, even going back back even further. So we we love you guys. We appreciate every single one of you here on Command This for what y'all done. And um, as always, thank you for tuning in. If you haven't done so, please like and subscribe to the channel. And um, we'll see you next time. And uh, peace and hail. Juices.